ABPG 1103 Introduction to Psychology in Motivation What is motivation? Do you know that the term motivation is the activation or energization of goal-oriented behavior? Motivation is said to be intrinsic or extrinsic. According to Khalad in 2002, motivation comes from the word motion. It literally refers to something that moves a person. He suggested that motivation is what activates and directs behavior. For instance, why is Ali able to do his homework quickly on a particular day without being forced to by his mother? He is usually not keen to do his homework. In this instance, we are interested to know the reason for the change in behavior. Did he receive a reward or praise from his teacher? Is motivation a motion or something that moves a person? To further illustrate the meaning of motivation, Khalad says that motivation is what makes our behavior more vigorous and energetic. Motivation is what changes one's preferences or choices. As such, it is difficult to state precisely the meaning of motivation. The most important principle is what makes a particular individual move and act towards his goals. There are several characteristics of motivated behavior, one of which is that it is goal-directed. Motivated individuals continue working until they reach their goals. And if necessary, set up sub-goals to achieve their final goals. Our motivation becomes stronger when we have a clear mission and vision. Another characteristics of motivated behavior may vary from time to time and differ from person to person. Therefore, motivation is to inspire, instigate and encourage a person to do their best. Motivation can also be applied to every aspect of life, such as in sports, education, workplace and business organization. It is the most important key to determine success. When someone lacks motivation, he or she may not get good results. However, if there is a motivated behavior, they will attain greater and better results or achievements. A motivated person is always happy, more energetic and shows positive results. Sources of Motivation Do you know that in our daily life, sources of human motivation can be divided into two categories. Intrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation comes from the inner self. It is related to human instincts and drives. These physiological needs originate from inside our bodies and motivates us to behave in a certain ways. According to Khalad again in 2002, intrinsic motivation is a motivation to do an act for its own sake. For instance, I did well in my examination because of my commitment and self-confidence. The next category is extrinsic motivation. Human behavior could be influenced by external factors. Intrinsic motivation is based on the reinforcements and punishments that the act may bring. For instance, someone may work harder to enjoy the reward given and will try his best to avoid punishment. While intrinsic motivation always comes from our internal state, extrinsic motivation motivates us in ways that may be unrelated to our internal state. For instance, I do something because I enjoy it or feel proud, or because of the good pay. The good pay symbolizes as extrinsic. So these two sources of motivation help us to understand why someone behaves differently from what is observed every day. Theories of Motivation 
There are six main theories of motivation. Biological theories consist of instinct theory, drive reduction theory and arousal theory, psychosocial theories consist of incentive theory and cognitive theory, and biopsychosocial theories consist of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, human needs. Human, human needs are complex. Some may struggle to look for basic needs such as food and drink, while many search for psychological needs such as love and moral support. Of course, there is another group of people who look for the self-actualization needs to fulfill their life missions. Based on the literature study, we can classify these needs into two categories. Primary needs, like whenever you feel hungry, this uncomfortable state may drive you to look for food. In the primary state need, we will be motivated to meet our physiological or biological needs. Such needs will motivate us to do something with the aim to maintain certain bodily processes at an internal state of equilibrium or homeostasis. It will be desirable for us to take in just the right amount of food to reduce that discomfort situation. Second is secondary needs. Those needs which are not physiological can be classified as secondary need. Secondary needs will motivate us to perform or do something that is not directly related to our biological needs. For instance, we are always looking for a better lifestyle and social status. Secondary are presumed to have developed through learning and experiences. Therefore, many people try their best in their jobs because they are motivated by extrinsic rewards such as a higher salary or promotion. This means that secondary needs come from external factors. Eating is one of the most basic activities for all living things. It is also fundamental to survival and protect us from starvation. Do you know when you feel hungry? What circumstances will motivate people to look for food? According to Pastorino and Doyle Portillo in 2009, hunger motivation occurs when our stomachs become empty. The walls of the stomach contract and these contractions appear to stimulate hunger. Additionally, the stomach appears to release a hormone called ghrelin that sends strong hunger signals to the brain. Just as the stomach signals hunger, it may also play a role in telling our brain when it is time to stop eating. When we eat, our stomach's wall must distend to expand the volume of the stomach and allow room for the food we eat. When we have eaten enough and our stomachs are full, this distension of the stomach is one source of feedback that signals to our brains that it is time to stop eating. Based on Kalat in 2002, our hunger works on a negative feedback loop system like a thermostat because our brain turns our hunger on and off in order to maintain homeostasis in our bodies. Everyone has to work hard to obtain enough food for survival. Sometimes people have to fight with each other due to shortage of food. This is what we call as hunger motivation. According to Bartoli, there are four theories of hunger motivation. We have hypothalamic theory, two structures within the hypothalamus relate to the initiation and cessation of eating, the lateral hypothalamus starts eating and the ventromedial hypothalamus stops eating. Next, theory of hunger motivation, externality hypothesis and set point theory. Losing weight 
Whenever you talk to someone about weight loss, they will tell you that it is an almost impossible task to lose weight. However, there are stories of people who have succeeded, although we tend to see or know more about the failures than the successes. This is because most of the people who lose weight and keep it off don't keep talking about it and don't keep seeking help. Most of the people who show up at one weight loss clinic after another repeatedly fail to lose weight and so the losing patients seem disproportionately more. Are you satisfied with your own weight? Do you know that in the United States, almost everyone says no? Women in particular are usually dissatisfied with their own appearance. The percentage of women expressing dissatisfaction has increased gradually over the decades. Research has shown that on the average, women report lower self-esteem than men. This same opinion applies to weight and body appearance. Unattractive men are unlikely to say they are satisfied with their appearance. And even attractive women say they are dissatisfied with their appearance. How then do they cope and what should they do? There are some Some of the effective measures that they can consider, for example, like seek professional help and advice, most therapists recommend starting with the simplest methods such as exercise. If those methods fail, then they can consider trying more intensive methods, set realistic exercise goals, increase exercise as part of the lose weight strategy, reduce overeating habits, seek counseling to overcome their psychological problems in addition to their weight problem and also seek medical help and get treatment. And finally, sexual motivation. Sex is a physiological need for human beings. However, many people shy away from discussing this subject. They believe that it is a private or personal matter. Do you agree? that sexual behavior is complex. Whether people are happy or dissatisfied with their sex life depends on various factors such as the spousal relationship, stress, health, sexual desire, lifestyle, and lots more. It is also influenced by the levels of sexual hormones For example, testosterone in males and estrogens in females as produced by the gonads. Sexual hormone production in the gonads is in turn controlled by hormones produced in the pituitary gland. According to Masters and Johnson in 1966, identified four physiological stages in sexual arousal. They are excitement, like initial arousal of genital areas, tattoo, like continued excitement, increasing rates of breathing and pulse, and increasing blood pressure. Orgasm, it means rapid contraction of muscles in genital area, release of semen by male, feeling of pleasure by both genders, and resolution. It means return of body to a non-aroused state.